Good afternoon, morning, everyone. I am a little late, but I had a meeting this morning. And so I'm, it's not quite morning, but it's not quite afternoon. But maybe when you're listening to this, it is afternoon. So hi and welcome to the GYGO Get Your Go On podcast. So I'm glad you're here. Glad you're listening. And it is day four. Day four of Rise and Shine Week. I'm excited. I hope you guys are. I hope you have enjoyed this week. And I know that it's been a lot. I've tried to keep them short. But, you know, I think that they've been very beneficial for me anyway. Just getting to have a couple minutes that I'm dedicating to the Lord. And if five people listen to it, five people listen to it. If one person listens to it, that's fine. Because I took time out of my day to spend with the Lord. And today, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't fully have a direction for today's podcast. Last night, I was in prayer and I was like, Lord, I know that you'll show me and I know that you'll speak. And I was, you know, kind of battling with what direction to go with to and towards today. I was like, Lord, what, what, what am I going to talk about? Because I've got to I've got to do this podcast, you know. Did I take on too much at one time? Is a week too much? Should I have done like 3 days? Should I have and I began to just things began to run in my head of things that I could have possibly had done differently. And so I began to just say, you know what, Lord, I trust you. Sorry, I had an issue with my mic just then. Anyway, so I began to just say, you know what, Lord, I'm 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 just gonna trust you. And I talked to Kristen and my friend Rachel, and I was like, guys, I really don't know what to do. I have prayed, I've asked the Lord for direction, and I have some things written down, but I don't have any background on any of these. And I had this written out before. I had this. What I'm going to talk about today written out several weeks ago, but I never fully felt freed to talk about it. And after talking with Christian and Rachel and they said, I really think that that's what you need to talk about um, because it goes along with everything you've talked about with your podcast so far this week. And so I think you need to do it. And so after realizing that what I was doing was comparing um, this podcast with the rest of this week's podcast and with, you know, after I realized that I was comparing, then that's probably what I should talk about. And the Lord gave me comparison a long time ago. Actually, after, I think it, it, it was supposed to be my second podcast and we are in our ninth podcast um, this was supposed to be my second one. And so I began to pick apart comparison. And it was something that I was battling with then. And But the Lord did not free me to talk about it. And now I feel, although I am hesitant just because it is a basic topic and I want to do it well but that's my comparison inside of me that I'm overcoming by even talking about this and so today we're going to be talking about comparison 
but four types of comparison and what comparison leads to. So the first thing that comparison leads to is anger. The second is denial and doubt. And the third is forfeiting. And I had denial and doubt in two separate, but they ended up just intertwining together. So it is comparison leads to anger, comparison leads to denial and doubt, and comparison leads to forfeiting. And I'm going to share several different stories in the Bible where these are an example of where it had happened. And I'm going to, because there is a lot in this, I'm going to try not to read so much scripture. But, I mean, you can never read too much scripture. And Sadie Robertson put it the best. I'm so tired of people saying that you are reading too much scripture when the Bible says that it is living and breathing and he is the word. So... By saying that you're reading the word too much, you're saying that there's too much Jesus. And I don't want to ever say that there's too much Jesus. And so, I'm going to read. And if the Lord leads me to read a scripture, I'm going to read a scripture. And I'm not going to be apologetic about it. Because this word is living, this word is breathing, and I'm going to read it. Because it is what the Lord has allowed us to take hold of and take heed of and to study and know him better. So we're going to jump right into it. Number one, comparison leads to anger. And I think we can all think of this story in particular. And the first story is um, Cain and Abel. Um, So we're going to dive right into comparison leads to anger. And if you don't know the outcome of that story... Um, there was a murder, (laughs) so, uh, there was a murder in the garden, um, it's like a game of Clue, so, um, I'm gonna read just a little bit, just for backstory purposes, um, then she bore, and this is, um, Eve, so, then Eve bore again, this time, his brother Abel, and Abel was the keeper of the sheep, but Cain's was, Cain was the tiller of the ground. So, Abel was a keeper of the sheep. He was a shepherd. He was the one with the beard. And he was the one who killed the lions and and kept the sheep safe. And Cain was the tiller of the ground. You know, he was, he made sure that everything was in order. That, you know, vegetation was going well. You know, that the grounds were beautiful. That they were good. That they, and so... You jump down to Cain and Abel make a sacrifice to the Lord. Well, the Lord says, I'll take Abel's, but I ain't taking Cain's. Because the Lord was not pleased by Cain's. And so Cain got mad. Cain and Abel got in a confrontation. And Cain slayed Abel. And Abel was... um, Cain, I'm sorry. Cain was comparing his job to Abel's job, his sacrifice, to Abel's sacrifice. He began to compare what he offered the Lord to what Abel was offering to the Lord and how the Lord took Abel's and didn't take his. And he began to compare, well, if I had a different job, if you would have given me the sheep job, taking care of the sheep, I could have maybe given you a better sacrifice than some prunes. And, you know, he began to get defensive and blame you know, the Lord because of the job that he has placed him in. And so he began to compare his job and his sacrifice. Now, the next story that I'm going to talk about is um, 
Sarai and um, Sarah and Hagar. And if you don't know the story of Sarai and Hagar, the Lord told Sarai and Abram that he was going to give them a kid. And they were like, okay, well, the time went by, still no baby. And they were like, well, maybe you're supposed to do it through the servant. So, Hagar, come here. Here, have, have some fun with my husband. And so, Sarai orchestrated all of that because... She was like, well, maybe this is what the Lord meant. Maybe he meant you are going to have a kid, but it's going to be through somebody else and not me because I'm barren and I can't have a baby. And so she offered Hagar to Abram. But then when the whole wham, bam, thank you, ma'am was finished, Sarai was mad, big mad. She became angry. She became furious because she compared... I whacked my mic to my phone because, you know, I'm angry. No, I'm just kidding. But um, Sarai began, became so angry because she began to compare her body. And she was like, that was not at all what I really wanted, you know. And she became so angry and began to compare her body. She ended up beating Hagar, kicking her out. The Lord met Hagar, sent her back, but... That story in and of itself is really good. And there's a lot in that that I won't unpack. But her comparison uh, between her body and Hagar's led to the anger of her eventually beating and harming Hagar. And um, it says that she dealt harshly with her, I think is how it's put. I don't I don't fully remember. And I'm, I can't really turn to it because I don't know exactly where it's at in the Bible. But um, she ended up, you know, pretty much just... <laughs> beating the stew out of her and kicking her out and was like, get out of here. You sleeping with my man. What's wrong with you? And it's like, you told me to. So, I mean, anyway. <laughs> but the next, the next, uh, in that is Saul and David. And we don't have to, you know, dive into that. But David slayed 10,000, or Saul slayed his thousands, David his ten thousands, you know. He was angry over the comparison between him and David. Wasn't happy about it. Was pretty upset that he was being compared. So that led to him to compare himself to David, which led to his anger to track David down, kill him, and, you know, you know the story. So... Um, those were the three that I wrote down for comparison leads to anger. And now we're going to dive into comparison leading to doubt and to denial. And this is where it gets heavy because we all have been here. Um, so comparison leads to doubt or denial. And the first one, and I'm sure you all thought it, is Abraham and Sarah. This is also Sarai and Abraham, but this is after their night. They have had a name change. And this is when the Lord reinforces his promise to Abraham that Sarah will carry a baby. And Sarah and Abraham both snicker and we're like, yeah, no, homie, my ovaries are raisins at this point in time. Abraham and Sarai are very, very old. And that analogy did not come from me. But Lisa Harper, the ovaries is raisins. Anyway, had to clear that up. I didn't say that. 
Lisa Harper did. Love her. Check her out. But, um, anyway, at this point in time, Sarah and Abraham are very, very, very old. Very advanced in their age. And they're like, there is no way. And so, Sarah began to compare, again, her body and her body's capability to other women, other healthy women. And she's like, any of them could have a baby. But I, you're crazy. I can't have a baby. I can't do it. And she doubted. She doubted the Lord's ability. And um, I wrote down originally when studying this, Sarah and Abraham compared their age to others, which led them to doubt God's possibilities. And we've all been there where the Lord has called us for a specific mission. And he has said, you're going to plant this church or you're going to start this Bible study or you're going to start this ministry. And we have all said, but God, they could do it so much better. They could do it. They are, they are more biblically smart than I am. They are more wise and they have studied and they have all the degrees and they didn't battle this drug problem or this pornography problem or these issues they didn't battle it why me and we doubt the possibilities because we've compared ourselves we doubt God's possibilities because we have compared ourselves and another great example of that is Mary and Martha to Jesus and this is where we are gonna get real because Jesus you know and if you don't know the story where have you been <laughs> but no I'm kidding uh, I know that some people don't and haven't been you know raised in church like I was and but Lazarus was a man who was um Martha and Mary's brother and Jesus is the savior of the world who has been asked to help Lazarus as he was very sick and the Lord said I'll do it you know I'll be there I will I will heal him your brother will not die and um I don't know if that's exactly how it was said but he pretty much just said like hey like I'll be there. And Mary and Martha were like, okay. Well, as days gone had gone by, Lazarus became sicker and sicker. And they were like, where is Jesus? Where is he? Well, you jump into, um, you jump a couple verses ahead and Lazarus has passed. He has been dead for four days. And Jesus is finally rolling up and... You know, we say finally, but Jesus says right on time. You know, I'm here right on time. I don't know what you're talking about, finally. And in that, and I'm going to see if I can find the scripture. I have it, I have it marked. Um, there it is. Okay. So, Mary and Martha um, were very much like Jesus if you would have been here and that's what it says um and Jesus said um your brother will rise again and Martha said to him I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day and the Lord said to her 
I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And she was so doubtful that the Lord, her and Mary both. And then it says, um, it jumps to a couple verses and Mary says, Lord, if you would have just been here. Mary and Martha were both like, Lord, if you would have just been here. They were comparing their healing and their situation with what they have seen Jesus already do. You know, it was like, you've already healed the sick. You've already, you've already been here. Like, you, we've seen you do it. But why were you not here for Lazarus, for us? And we began to compare our, out. we began to compare our outcome, you know, or our situation. We began to compare our situation. And I, this is what I wrote. They had seen all these miracles that Jesus had performed, and it didn't come in their timing. So they began to doubt because they didn't, because it didn't look the way that they had thought, and it didn't look like others' outcomes yet. They had seen all of the miracles that Jesus had performed, but he didn't do it in their timing. And so their comparison led to doubt, um, you know, but the Lord actually does end up raising Lazarus and that story is beautiful and, um, it's a very good story. Go back and read it. It's in John 11. It's a really good story, but comparison leads to doubt and we've all been there. And then lastly, comparison leads to forfeiting. And this is the last one because we have all thrown in the towel and ah this one in particular hits really close to home and this is the story of Moses and so from the beginning Moses was comparing himself from the beginning Moses said I'm slow of speech if there be anyone else, Lord, please let there be someone else. Please let there be someone else. And we all get in that place where we doubt and deny and we are like, but Lord, how, you know, how am I going to do that? How am I going to? And the Lord is like, if you will just trust me, I'll do it. I promise. And we just keep getting in that mindset of like, Lord, but, 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 but. And the Lord eventually gets tired of hearing your butts and is like, okay, fine. I will hand it to somebody else. And from the beginning, Moses forfeited something that he was supposed to do by himself. You know, he, he had, God gave him an assignment to, God gave him an assignment and so he said, Moses, go to Pharaoh. You go. You speak. And he said, but I'm slow of speech. And he was like, you go. You speak. I'm sending you. He's like, but Lord. And the Lord was like, fine. I will send you, I will send you Aaron. And it said that the Lord became angry. And he said, you know, fine. I will give you Aaron. Aaron can do it with you. So he forfeited, you know, his chance to do it himself. 
And he also forfeited the promise. And he got to see it. He got to see the promised land. But he got to forfeit walking in it. Walking into the promised land. And it was given to Joshua. But his comparison led to him pretty much throwing in the towel. Moses was great. And there are things in the Bible that Moses did. But we also can't avoid that the Bible pretty much says that Moses forfeit some of his opportunities that the Lord had given him. Just like Saul, the Lord said, all right, anoint him, do it. And the Lord, the Lord's anointing was put on King Saul as to become king. The Lord had anointed Saul as king. Samuel had anointed Saul as king. And Saul pretty much forfeited because he wanted to do what he wanted to do. He wanted to do whatever else he wanted to do. There's a difference in comparing your plans to God's plans and thinking you can do it better. And there's a difference from that to comparing yourself to others. When you compare yourself to God, you have gone down a whole... Ooh, big no-no. That's what got Satan, that's what got the devil cast out of heaven. Because, that's what got Lucifer cast out of heaven. Because he began to compare himself to God and was like, I could do this. I could run this joint. And, guys, this is a long one. And I know that it has been kind of all over the place. And... I'm trying to not compare myself this to other podcasts because this is what this is all about. I believe that we have to walk in a boldness and a confidence that when the Lord calls, we answer. When the Lord calls, we go. And we have to be obedient. When the Lord says, hey, start that church. See what steps you can take to do that. I'm not going to write this big check and buy a building and start it right now and hire on a praise team. You're not going to do that. But you're going to see what steps you can take to get there. To get to that next point. And so, guys, I really, I'm struggling. I'm struggling right now. And I'm battling that comparison. But I trust that what was said was for somebody. Um, I trust that the Lord has given me this for a reason. And if you get anything out of this, it's just don't compare yourself. You know, you don't know. Your calling is not the same as somebody else's calling. What the Lord is asking of you is not the same as what the Lord is asking of somebody else. Yes, the Lord may be asking you to start a church, and he may be asking Joe to start a church, but your walks are different. The people you are going to touch is different. It's all going to be different, and we can't compare ourselves because, as Sadie Robertson said it, it's not me against that person. It's us both working together for the kingdom, and that's how we have to start viewing our walk how we see our life, how we see day-to-day, it's not about us versus that person. It's us versus the enemy. 
and we have to work together for the betterment of the kingdom and for the advancing of the kingdom and to put the enemy back in his place because we have the authority and it's not us against each other it's us against him and we just have to work together to pound the stew out of that dude and you know get get on the kingdom and guys again I I'm I have I'm struggling and the Lord is working on me right now in this moment to not compare and I hope and I trust that he does the same for you. This is a very raw podcast, a very real podcast. There have been breaks, there has been stutters, there has been a lot. But this is raw. This is real. I did a raw and real one several weeks ago, but it was 10 minutes of me just crying. This is 10 minutes of me being uncomfortable and being bent and twisted in ways that I don't fully, (sighs) I'm not fully adapted to. And um, comparison is a hard subject for me because I am there a lot. And so I think that this is another reason why it's very hard for me to speak because it's things that I need to hear also. So I hope that you have um, had a good, I hope that you have a good rest of your day and I hope that you have had a good morning. I know that this was a long podcast. This was 30 minutes and I tried not to keep it actual podcast length because I am doing this every day for a week, but I trust that what needed to be said was said. And I'm going to end this in prayer just because I feel so heavy. Um, and it's, it's, it's a good heavy, but it's, you know, there's a battle and I just want to pray. Um, Heavenly Father, Lord, I come to you. And Lord, I don't know what you have planned for this podcast, for this episode. I don't know who needed to hear what was said today. Maybe it was just me to learn how to trust and quit comparing and just go as you say go and speak as you say speak and lead as you say lead. But Lord, I know that there are many people who struggle with comparison, with looks, with how they lead, with how they walk, with how they they do their life. I know that there are people who struggle with comparison as badly as I do. But Lord, I pray that we change our perspective, we change our mindset to see that greater plan are the plans that you have for us. And Lord, help us to be reminded that it's not us against our brother or sister, but it's us working together for you. Lord, I thank you and I praise you for the doors that you are opening. I thank you and I praise you for the opportunities that you are making an opportunity and making a reality. And I thank you and I praise you for each of my brother and sisters who you are working on. And Lord, I pray that we change our mindset to be focused on you and not focused on the things of this world. Lord, I just ask that we carry this word of comparison throughout the week. And Lord, that we just, we stay focused on you. And that we don't focus so much on what our brother or sisters doing but that we focus on how can we better ourselves our walk with God 
And how can we be a reflection of Jesus? Lord, I love you and I praise you. And it's in your name. Amen.